Yeah, dude, this is Steve-O, and you're listening to Dr. Brady Smith on the Drilled Podcast. I'm drilling down, down, down. I'm getting deeper. I'm looking round, round, round. Like a midnight peeper. Is it it's cool, made of cheese? If I dig straight through on this big Chinese, I got some questions, you got some answers. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I'm Dr. Brady Smith. I'm here with Lowell. No mercy. This is another episode of the Drill with Dr. Brady podcast. I've, Welcome. I have a feeling this is going to be a no mercy episode, everybody. So. No mercy. Uh, something incredible has happened. And I'm just going to come out right out and say it. Uh-oh. This is incredible. And you may not think it's incredible, but for the last four days... An Oscar Mayer Wienermobile has been parked outside my office in the hotel parking lot. So I'm in, I share a parking lot with a hotel. And there's a little strip thing. Like wow, four. that is pretty awesome. Do you know how awesome that is? No, I do. I didn't know how awesome it was until I started doing some Wikipedia research, doing my own research. Oh, no. <laughs> that that's not been a that that term has took a took a turn for the worse, hasn't it? Yeah. Doing your own research. Kind of roll that into armchair expert. What if I told you questioning the scientists is science? Hmm? Isn't that like science? Wait, no. no. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh listen, I'm gonna give you some stats on Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile. They are impressive. Uh, automobiles. For those who don't know, it's a vehicle that's shaped like a hot dog in a bun. And it's an engineering marvel. It looks like a submarine because it has these like, uh, the wiener part of it is, uh, there's windows on the front that just like curve around. It's like this curved glass. But for four days, it sat outside my, um, uh, my office. My question is, why didn't you like leave a note asking to take a ride? Uh, I wanted very desperately to be like, find the driver and, and say, do you uh, need any dental work? Can I just take a spin? Like, I will give you full mouth rehabilitation. For <laughs> spin. And- if you let me drive around the neighborhood. <laughs> just just let me drive around the block once uh, in the Wienermobile. Listen, here are some stats according to Wikipedia. Six Wienermobiles operate throughout the United States. There's only six of them. We had one in our parking lot in Camas, Washington. The driver of a Wienermobile is called the hot dogger. The hot dogger job is to meet, in quotation marks spelled M-E-A-T, very creative, is to meet and greet people around the country. The duties of a hot dogger include sharing photos and videos on social media, answering questions about the brand and the vehicle. The most frequently asked question is if there's a bathroom in the back, to which they respond, no, it's not a weenie bago. And distributing swag. I don't know what swag was there. I don't know. A hot dogger. That sounds like a ubiquitous sex move. <laughs> <laughs> there could be 
We should do an Urban Dictionary uh, search of the word hot dogger and see if there's an alternative. We should have, Brady, you should create an Urban Dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) The Mormon Urban Dictionary. I would read it. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. In 2018, 7,000 people applied to be hot doggers. As each Wienermobile carries two hot doggers, only 12 hot doggers are selected each year, and it's only a one-year gig. It's a very coveted job. So there's no tenure among hot doggers. No. They're they're out after a year, no matter how good of a hot dogger they are. They want applicants to have a bachelor's degree, preferably what? in public relations, journalism, what? communications, advertising, or marketing. What? Dude, I'm telling you, it's not easy to be a hot dogger. Apparently. And I didn't have any interaction with the hot dogger. I did have a patient today that when I came upon him, uh, in the operatory, I saw him on his phone looking for hamburger costumes online, places that had hamburger costumes. I was like, what you doing there? And he's like, I'm trying to find a hamburger costume so I can take a picture in front of the Wienermobile with a hamburger costume on. I have a hot dog costume, literally. I have a hot dog costume. That's a good costume. I, have a I think pickle. I've seen you. Yeah, I have a hot dog costume, a pickle costume, and a banana costume. A senior banana for sure. Yeah. It's fantastic. You can't miss the banana. It is, <laughs> it is glorious, to say the least. Anyways, I was like, well, good luck with that. And he was like, do you know if there's a Spirit of Halloween store anywhere? I was like, yeah, there's a Spirit of Halloween store that just came up next to the new seasons. They're everywhere right now. They pop up, right. Like, I don't know how they work. They they just they must get like a two-month lease or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's seasonal. It's like a fireworks stand right. if there's no fire ban. Anyways, he sent me a text today. My patient did. And uh, he did it. That SOB. Got himself a hamburger costume. That magnificent bastard did it. I'm going to show you, dude. I'm going to show you this picture Please he sent me. Please do. And send me that picture because I will post it as the thumbnail for this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah, because that, that's a fun thing we could do. It's a thing we could do. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments. Check that out, dude. Yeah, you definitely send me that video. I'm going to use that. It's not a just, video. It's just a picture. That picture. I'm going to use that picture for all sorts of things. <laughs> just send it to me. Sorry, Tim. Yeah, sorry, Tim. You're gonna, we're going to immortalize Tim. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. I hope uh, we signed a HIPAA waiver. <laughs> he, he actually is about to because he's going to be uh, he's going to be on one of our next episodes of Nitrous. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Don't don't reveal it. Don't say no, anything else. Okay. Uh, don't. I was trying. I was trying to be discreet. No. The just, doubt, you need to send me that picture right now before you forget. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> and I forget. Hold, hold, please. Let's do the elevator music. Nope. That's. That's the kind of elevator I want to no. be on right there, dude. I wish we had elevator music to do this while we were doing our own own thing. Hold on. Okay. Do That's this. actually appropriate. And we're going to send it to... Uh, Just text that thing to me. Airdrop it to me. Save. Get on it. Okay. Hold on. I am not a smart man. Just uh, for all you out there listening, uh, I uh, got to do something fun today. I... Uh, finished setting up my office i have an office now it's i have an working nintendo in that office which i set up today (laughs) which is gonna make me very unproductive uh yeah the the ladies were of the office were like don't tell brady we'll never get him out of there and i'm like well too late (laughs) i know i know did you get it yeah i did it's done it's done done and done so anyways um what a treat what a delight to have the oscar meyer Wienermobile, uh, right there 
in your parking lot, man. Like right in your backyard. That's fantastic. It's um, gone. It's gone now. It was there for four days. When I was growing up, there was a fireworks stand that had in in like the only one in the state of Alaska that was worth a crap had a like a Adam West Batmobile. Mm. That was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, so that was just amazing. And there was a guy in town that had an exact remake of the Bullet Mustang. <sighs> these cool, these are, I mean, it's just kind of cool what they can engineer. I It made me think, like, why don't I make, like, a toothbrush mobile? Because it was probably be everything, every piece on that would have to be custom fabricated, and I imagine it would cost a fortune. Lowell, if it was my life's work, it would be worth it. I'm not saying don't do it. I, every time you've come at me with a crazy idea, I'm the dude that's like, yeah, dude, let's do this. Jump. Jump. <laughs> I'll true. jump with you. I'm that's, crazy. Let's do this. That's true. That's true. You do do that. Um, okay. You said doo-doo. That's doo-doo. the kind of episode it's going to be. <laughs> um, I've gotten into uh, reels lately on Instagram. Uh, as of I, I'm, I'm very much into reels. The on. reels are fun. And um, my wife... Is not uh, a fan. <laughs> yeah, she, I see this correspondence on the Instagram page. Like, I just pops up on my phone. So she told me. She told me. She tells me things like, "I need to stop it." Yep. She says, "I'm not young enough. I'm too old." But then, I have you know some of my one of my assistants came up and told me how awesome it was. Uh, Jen wants me to send her copies of it because she thinks it's awesome. I got like six likes on it, so obviously it's doing well. <laughs> I don't see how this is not a hit. Don't create a monster, everybody. <laughs> okay, Lol, tell me your honest opinion here. I'm going to play this for you. And you just tell me, uh, uh, you're going to be able to, I think people are going to be able to hear the audio. So you just tell me if you think this is uh, a keeper or a loser. A keeper or a stinker. Camille, I just want you to know that I've been taking... Hold on, hold on. Let me start that over again. Yeah, starting it over. Camille, I just want to let you know that I heard that you've been talking some smack. Camille, I just want you to know that I've been taking Taekwondo lessons in the back of the Walmart Super Center, so if you don't want to get hurt, then you better stop. That's amazing. That's not the love. Okay, right? That's like... Right? I'd say that's in touch with the youth. That's getting in touch with the youth. Also, uh, pardon me, but that took me the better part of an afternoon <laughs> to get the lip sync down. When you guys are in a dental office and you're like, where the hell's the dentist? Why am I waiting so long? This yeah. is what they're doing. I'm in the back <laughs> messing up the line. You know, I want you to know that I uh, I heard you've been talking some smack <laughs> uh, and trying to finish that line. Uh, yeah, it took me a, uh, it took me a solid hour to get that down. Work well. Time to where I could, like, I could say it's, it's manageable. And then for some reason, saying that line with the phone next to my ear, as if I was on the phone, uh, that tripped me up, man. So we like, I had to, you know, there were some outtakes. Definitely, there were, there were some outtakes. Uh, but listen, listen, uh, I'm I'm doing reels. I'm I just you just you know, my my lady's got to know I do reels. This is who I am. <laughs> this is my identity. This is what you signed on for. You knew what I was when you married me, and uh, yeah. That's that's that. So I, my goal in life now is to get her to do a reel with me. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. try to. I don't just want to make her tolerate my reels. I want to convert her to the dark, to the to the dark side of good, Instagram reels. Good luck. <laughs> I know. I got, I got two life projects this week to uh, get my wife into reels, and then also to create my toothbrush mobile. 
I know I know a guy. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Oh, hey, uh, you know that uh, uh, me and my wife on the 10th are celebrating our 12th anniversary. <laughs> nice. Thank you, everyone. Boom. Thank you, everyone. Uh, um, checks can be made out to cash. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. But you know that that really gaudy ring that I, I showed you yesterday? Uh, yeah. I gave it to her last night. Nice. She looked like she, she was not having a great day. She had a migraine. She was just having a a, 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 bang, a banger of a day. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We're adults. We don't have to wait for the day. Right. You know, so I gave it to her. She cried. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and she just and she's just didn't win saying she loved it. Absolutely loved it. Couldn't stop looking at it. And then she did her nails. My mom totally called it too. My mom, I told my mom because I showed my mom pictures. Well, she's got to take pictures of it, and she's got to have nice nails for it, right? Well, no, I told my mom that she was getting that I was giving it to her. Yeah, and she, I sent her a picture. She's like, "Oh, that's awesome, great job," you know, like. And then uh, it was magnificent, by the way. Yeah, she's like, "Expect her to do her nails tonight," because she's going to be showing everyone tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, I, I kid you not, like it was nine o'clock, and Carly sits down at the kitchen table. And I can hear her getting stuff. I look back, and yeah. I just texted my mom. I'm like, "You totally called it." Yeah, <laughs> quite, you're quite the Casanova. People, well, people don't know that about Lowell. She puts up with me <laughs> as for some time, so I appreciate her very much. Listen, and that's what the world's all about: is putting up with people and uh, hoping that people put up with you, and that there's some karma in the universe comes back and like you know. <sighs> oh, I have a theory. I want to share this with you. Okay, this is completely, time. completely unrelated. Okay, so we listen to country music a lot. Uh, we uh, usually choose like a radio station. You guys just have a theme. I've noticed. I know, especially yeah, the it might be like a, a '90s a '90s theme or an '80s theme for the day, and sometimes we get a country theme. It was a Fleetwood Mac day over at Tooth Docs. Okay, so well, how do you feel about country music? You okay with it? I love country music. I love it too. Yeah, I love all kinds of music. We share that. I feel like country music uh, has a like innate ability to make people happy. Right, it's it's like the common man music. It's, it's, like a, it's easy to man music, tap your know? foot to, nod your head to. Just gets into your, it just gets into your vibe, right? The lyrical concepts aren't that deep. They're pretty no. on the on the nose. In fact, know? it's commonly made fun of as like, I lost my wife, I lost my car. People lost, lose their wives. People lost lose my their jobs. Cars. People lose their jobs. I mean, that's relatable. Yeah, it's relatable. Everyone's done it. Yeah, so make fun of it all you want. But that's they're just laughing all the way to Wells Fargo. That's right. You know I mean? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Taking the wagon train to Wells Fargo. And I often say, well, dude, emo music's like that too. Like you don't think emo music's like I lost my girl. I, I lost I love emo music too. <laughs> right. It's all great. My chemical romance is my jam. Yeah, my band wants to cover um Don't say Black Parade. No. Okay, it's good. Let it let go uh let it go. No. Like Helena or something? No. No. Oh wow, they're going for the B sides. They're going for the I know. Deep you, cuts. You, 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 once you get through those two songs, now it's into My Chemical Romance B sides. Uh, what's the song? I'm not okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, there's a really cool cover you should check out that the used and My Chemical Romance did of Under Pressure. Oh, it's really really cool. I'm interested. It's very good. All right, all right. Where were we going? Why did I get started talking about? Oh yeah, because country music. Okay, here's country my music here, rules. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Tell me how you think. Tell me what you think about this. Um, you know, some people have a very uh, visceral reaction to country music. Some people, I, I would say country music is a genre that like, like no other genre I know. It's polarizing. Really polarizing. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. Rap people, music can be really polarizing too. Sure. To like an old, like an old person be like, turn that crap off. Like, but you get people who are like. 
they walk into a room where there's country music on and it, it like it makes them uh, it puts them in a bad mood. I've seen it be a 50-50 reaction between country music and rap music. Uh, okay. Like country music, a lot of people will just be like, you know, like, just like, just listen to this, is garbage. Or, but rap music really elicits a response. Like, usually it's like, turn off this expletive, 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 expletive garbage. Yeah. What happens when... Um, country uh, has married itself to rap music. Then and you get country the, rap music. Then, then what do you do? That is the ultimate. Uh, the ultimate. It's like the infinity gauntlet of music genres. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's going to wipe out half the universe. You know what? Uh, yeah, it's true. You know, I was trying to describe. So I, I talked to a friend because there's another band that I really like that's super polarizing, and especially on the internet. And that's uh, the band Nickelback. Mm. You get what you pay for with Nickelback. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. you know, it, you don't go for the deep. You don't want the deep meanings and metaphors and stuff when you listen to Nickelback. It's straight on the nose, and that's what it, it is. What it is, and you know what? They sold millions of albums. So if you don't like it, they're laughing all the way to the bank. Right, um, right. A buddy of mine, and they, and they listen. They 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 have a concert. People are going. Oh, they're packed out. Right. Um, but a buddy might ask me to describe the band Five Finger Death Punch. And okay. I told him that that's a uh, Five Finger Death Punch is what happens when you feed Nickelback after midnight. <laughs> that's, that, was my, that was my joke. Like a gremlin? Like a gremlin. Yeah, like a gremlin. You don't want to do that. Okay, that's like, uh, yeah, like Nickelback is like uh, uh, Mowgli? Is that his name? Uh, what's oh, the, what's oh the I'm going to lose. I just Mo lost mad points. No, Mowgli is the uh, is Jungle the Book Jungle guy. Book. Dun, it's dun, something like that. Dun, dun, Hold on. Dun, 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 dun. Hold on. This needs, a goog. this needs a goog. Yeah, I don't recall. I've just lost all my nerd cred. i got to, like, submit my nerd card in. <laughs> Gremlin names. Uh, Gizmo. Mogwai, Mogwai. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah, we're, we're both and then fired. the bad, the bad guy's name is Stripe. We're both fired. I would have got it in a multiple choice. Mohawk. <laughs> Howie Mandel is the uh, is the voice of Gizmo, and Michael Winslow is the voice of Mo voice of Mogwai. <laughs> Do you remember the days when people actually cared about him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So back to my theory. I I know two people in my life that I believe are um, that 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 you you can see the visceral reaction to country music and it's all country any anything country there's no like well i like garth nothing like I, I like george Strait. i'll make an exception for george Strait. i could understand if you're like florida georgia line can go jump off a building I hate country fine i can get, actually get behind that but if you're like alan jackson george Strait, garth you don't you like Garth Brooks, you don't like that. Like, are you are you just someone who just like universally like just hates things that are universally loved? I don't know what kind of human you are. You Am don't I like Garth Brooks, head south and just jump in the ocean, right? Yeah, because <laughs> there's nothing you're gonna like. Yeah, fair enough. You only are gonna like things that nobody else likes. You're one of those people. I don't like Garth Brooks. My theory is this: I think if you don't like country music, you might just be an angry human being. You might just be easily provoked. To uh, offense, to be offended, I think, because the only two people that I know that have that innate visceral reaction are that way. If you don't like Garth Brooks, go south. Just keep going, keep going till you hit ocean, and jump in and stay there. Because uh, don't even jump in. Walk in. Yeah, walk slowly in. till it creeps up to your nose, and then you just drown. Just stay there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway. Anyway. 
Okay. Anyways, that's my theory. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've been, I've been, I've been testing the theory. I've been, uh, I've been passing that theory around to people to be like, who are the people in your life that fit that? Do you have people in your life that fit that? I feel like, like if you don't like appreciate just music on the whole, yeah, you're just missing out on a ton of cool stuff. So if you have this like. If your reaction to country music is like, turn this off, like that, um, are you a reasonable human being or not? I think I sing. I I tend to think not. I think Karens don't like friends in low places. You know what I mean? If you don't like, sorry, I'm hung up on Garth. If you don't like, I love Garth. Right? Yeah, dude. If you love Garth, I mean, listen, I got some other artists to introduce you to. You don't like Reba. You don't oh, like wow. Reba? I get Matt. down with Reba. You don't like Fancy? Here's your one chance, Fancy, don't let me down. That's the night when the lights went out in Georgia? You don't like that? Dead to me. Dead. You're nailing the, the machine tonight. <sighs> I get excited. <laughs> I get excited. Okay, let's get into the Okay, let's get into the last topic for the night. And we're going to wrap this baby up. Um, I got a ribeye to make and some kids to feed. Uh, and I bought a whole cow. Uh, half a cow. I think yeah, I, so you I, told me I, I talked about the cow already. Me and my buddy are talking about buying a cow. You should. Yeah, you I'm can get a quarter of a cow. Yeah, I will buy halves. Let's go halvies. I mean, it's a lot of meat. Yeah, and meat yep. prices are crazy. And I, it's come down to just so you know, if you want, if you're interested, it's about between three and four dollars a pound, is what I'm paying. Yeah, which is really good, really reasonable, and it's top quality. I made a round steak the other day, and I made some ground beef so far. I'm going to work uh, this weekend. I want to do a chuck roast and see how that goes. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. A little hiccup there. Um, okay. So here is the philosophical thought of the day. When I joined Comfort Dental, which is a franchise, a dental franchise, uh, I remember seeing a video in like the, uh, uh, what what would you call the, the, the orientation video? The orientation, yeah, like an orientation video. Like a, here's here's what you should know about Comfort Dental, the model dentistry in general. When they get you out of dental school, they they start molding your mind on how to think like a dentist, the dentist, and like you know, then you start thinking business because dental school tells you nothing about nothing about business, nothing. A very superficial. If you're lucky, you get in good with some instructors who give you some pointers on business, but that's about it. There's no structured class that you need to uh pass and they, i mean they throw the krebs cycle at you and photosynthesis i remember learning about that in biochem but heaven forbid they teach me something that i can actually use anyways uh they start teaching you things um in in comfort dental starts to tell you something and i think it's really great the stuff they teach you because it's it's a really good um kind of baptism by fire into the world of business uh, and and how dentistry applies to that. So I remember them um, uh, uh, I remember them showing a video. If I remember the video right, it's this video of a gazelle in like the African like safari wilderness, right? And this gazelle's like whipping around, going fast and um and then, uh, and there's like a lion chasing the gazelle, right? A lion chasing it. 
and the gazelle's, gazelle's so fast the lion can't catch it, so the lion's just going in circles, and the gazelle's going in circles, and the lion's not making any headway. And then it keeps cutting to this picture of this lion that's chilling under a tree in the shade, the only tree in the whole, like, flat plain. And the savannah. A, the savannah, that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. The only tree in the whole savannah that, ha- that offers shade, that lion's just kind of parked right there, no one's messing with the lion, king of the jungle, right? So the gazelle starts running by, and like an imaginary wall, the gazelle just like, it's a funny video because the gazelle's like just running and then just drops dead right in front of the lion who then gets to eat the gazelle. So I don't know how they did it with like Photoshop, but they just, it was, somehow they interlayered the video to make it seem like the gazelle's just, there's a lot of lions chasing and then there's this other lion who's just sitting there and then it just falls right in its lap. And there was a lesson there about, um, pray tell what is the lesson? (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting somewhere. (laughs) Well, the, the lesson for comfort dental was that, listen, there's a lot of people chasing a lot of things, uh, in dentistry. There's a lot of people chasing these upper echelon patients, the high affluent, the, 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 uh, uh, the high-priced, affluent model of dentistry. But in Comfort Dental, there's a lot of, like, there's so much dentistry to be done amongst the lower socioeconomic demographic of people that you don't need to chase anything. You can just sit there and stuff falls into your lap. And after 12 years of working within the Comfort Dental model and, and trying to cater to this to this demographic of people who actually need dentistry and not chasing, I can tell you, that's absolutely true. Every day something falls in my lap that a lot of other dentists like chase really, really hard, but it just falls in my lap because I offer, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm open to insurances that other dentists maybe aren't open to. And, uh, and they would love to see these cases. Um, you know, a lot of my patients can't pay for these cases, um, but they can pay for some stuff. Yeah, uh, there for a second. It just seems like uh, like this is probably not a video they just showed the general public, is it? Because it seems very predatory. <laughs> well, it yeah, it was just lions, gazelles. It was meat. just designed to say, "Hey, don't chase. Let it come to you. Just let it fall dead in front of you. Just let it fall dead in front of you. You don't need to chase. There's so much dentistry to be done. That was the point. There's so much dentistry to be done. You don't need to come up with stuff. Did they superimpose like Rick Kushner's face <laughs> on the lion? They should have. <laughs> it's just Rick Kushner with a mane. Like Mufasa, I know way too much about how comfortable works. You sure do. You sure do. It's all right. none of the, none of those dinosaurs listen to this podcast. I guarantee you, they don't even know. I don't a, care if they did. They don't, don't even know what a podcast I is. Got no dog in that fight. Yeah. Well, we you are do. in. <laughs> you do, but I don't. I don't really. Okay. So the thought today, is for so for the longest time in dentistry, I always think to myself, you know, dentistry is a profession where you eat what you kill. And then, ideally, you should share what you eat. Did you come up with this after watching Chronicles of Riddick? Ooh, no, but maybe I should watch Chronicles of Riddick now. It's been a while. Yeah. I've really, seen you the show. keep what you kill. Yeah. Well, that's dentistry. Dentistry is a commission job at its core. It's a, you, you get to make money on whatever you sell, essentially. Whatever, like, whatever comes across your way, whatever... Is there, so it's a commission job. If you don't sell any dentistry, then you don't make any money. 
So it's just a model I'm not a hugest fan of because in every time I've worked any kind of commission job, yeah, there's some people that can be okay with that and still be decent human beings. But I really yeah. feel like when you pit people against each other in that kind of manner in a com- competition for money, you know, and then you think about what money equates to in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just has a tendency to bring out the worst in people. Oh, it can be cringy to think yeah. about that. Well, that's why it's but people don't like to say that it's a commission job, but it is. Yeah, if you, but we're real here. We talk real. We talk the real talk. You want to? You want to get speak some? A true, true. Listen, you want some <laughs> fake talk? You want some fake ass dentist talking to you? I got some podcasts to recommend to you, and they're boring. We talk the real talk. <laughs> we we speak of the true true. <laughs> oh no, nope. that nope. actually worked. There you go. That's what I mean. Okay, so uh, the life lesson is is uh, just in general. Here's how I feel about life. I feel like what what has brought me joy is the idea that try to be self sufficient. Try to be in a situation where it doesn't really matter what other people do you're going to be okay. No one controls your destiny except for you. The, f- the more you can make that uh, a reality, the better you are. And I think COVID proved that. There's a lot of people who don't have jobs now and, and don't, uh, don't have, uh, you know, renters paying rent uh, who, you know, uh, are feeling that really hard. And then there's people like, you know, like me and a lot of other people I know each took it as an opportunity to reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to do something where it's like, this is going to be long term because I can make this happen. And I also like, I remember when COVID hit, one of my first thoughts was, I want something that they can't take away from me. Right. Yeah. You know, when I first uh, was looking into what I wanted to do when I grew up, when I was a teenager, my dad gave me this advice. And I wanted to bring this up when I did the podcast with my mom and dad. I never brought this up, which is also a great podcast. Go listen to the one with my mom, with my mom and dad. Um he said, "Choose a prof- whatever you choose. Choose a profession where you can't, no one can get what you get. No one can get what you attain unless they've done what you've done. We've talked about uh, this advice before. I don't know if it was on the podcast. I think it was just me and you just, you know, talking yeah. about stuff. But you had mentioned that and that uh, he was in sales. Yeah. And he would have like, you remember you telling me that he'd have like younger dudes come well, hot, in. And hot he, shots. Hot shots come in and kind of shake the boat. Yeah, absolutely he would. Um, yeah, I remember that, that's well, way better and, advice than I got. So. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, my dad was like, you know, maybe in 40s, 40, 40, 45 years old, like my age, basically. And he'd have someone who was 24 come in and be like, Making, I make much, much, as much money as you. And I do, the, I do your same job. And it's kind of like, I think that I think that he didn't like that. And so I think his his advice was from experience of choose a job that no one can attain what you've attained without doing what you've done. And that was dentistry. So dentistry is like, you can't do, you can't do what I've done unless you go do it. Unless you walk the path that I walked, you, you, you got to have a license to be a dentist. So there's that, right. You got to own a business. So you got to go find a bank that'll bank that'll finance you. You got to do that. Right. And then you got to be able to actually do the work and learn how to do the work. Well, so you got to do that. And there's really no shortcuts. You got to do the, you got to do the work, but you eat what you kill. And that's what I like about the job of dentistry. You eat what you kill. If you don't kill, you don't eat. If you don't, and I, th- that gets cringy. And let me specify that. Uh, I mean, listen, everything has that. How can we say that? Yeah. 
Well, you, you pretty much said it how you, how what it is. I've done commission jobs. I'm sure there's people listening have done commission jobs. You know how we know how it goes. Well, that's what I love about the comfort dental, the the lower socioeconomic demographic of people. I feel like, man, I never have to be aggressive with dentistry, like diagnosing and treatment planning because. There's just so much to do. The population of gazelles is uh, vast. Right. You're not trying to eat yourself an elephant. You're not trying to get like a water buffalo. You're just eating the gazelles. A gazelle comes and lands in my lap every day. Yeah. And there are people who, they're looking for the gazelles in a population. Most dentists are chasing and aspiring to serve only a very wealthy portion of the population. That's what they want. And I've heard them say things like, you know, what kind of patients do you really want? What are good patients and bad patients? And I love this about Rick Kushner because Rick Kushner, for all that is good and bad about him, would say, what's a, what's a good patient? And he would say things like, are they breathing? Do they have teeth? <laughs> even if they don't have teeth, even Give better. Teeth. <laughs> even better. Even better. He's like, everyone's a good patient. The only exceptions would be behavioral, right? Behavioral exceptions would be the exceptions. He's like, well, what about the ones that don't have money? Well, I, I don't. I want to be the guy that they want to come to too. That's what I want. I don't want to be the guy that they don't go to. I don't want to be the guy that they think, oh, he's too good for me. That's not how I want to be thought of. I want to be thought of as the guy who's not too good for anybody. Anyone can come see me. You may not have the money to do the work right now, and that's fine. But let's plant that seed. And then, if you know someone who needs dentistry, you're, you're going to tell them he's he's the coolest guy. Go see him. Oh, I've sent tons of people over to you. <laughs> and I get tons of referrals from people yeah, who don't yeah. have the money to do it, but they know people who do. Anyways, that's my two cents. I, I really get irked by the dentists that say there's no, uh, there are patients that are good patients and bad patients based on based on their uh, ability to pay or what insurance they have or don't have. Uh, I, I don't I don't like that. It it really bothers. It's, it's definitely the road to elitists, like an elitist uh, elitism. When you sent me this this quandary, usually just for those listening, if they want a little bad behind the scenes of the podcast, Brady usually sends these to me, and I ponder them on my drive here. Because I do it last minute. No, that's fine. That's actually perfect. I don't Not get bad. to overthink it, and yeah. I just like it's a perfect amount of time for me to just kind of roll it around, ponder. Um, and you said uh, you uh, eat what you kill, then you share what you eat. Yeah. Is what you said. That's the me. second part. Okay. Establishing that you eat what you kill. So it's it's the idea that you don't want to you don't want to focus on selfishness. You don't want to focus. You want to be selfish in the point of like I want to be able to provide for myself. I want to be able to know, you know. Uh, you know, I want to be able to make money. I want to be able to pursue knowledge. I want to be able to give back to people, and I, those are super important things of most people's life, right? And the idea is you want to be able to do those things independently of any, like, I don't want to like ha need someone's permission to make money. Right. I want to be able to make money on my own. Right. Um, I want to be able to uh, provide for my family as independently as possible. Right. Just knowing that my family is going to be provided for, that's a super important thing for me. I want to be able to uh, pursue knowledge, right. Learn things without someone saying, well, you got to have a college degree. You got to be able to pay college tuition. Well, you got, there's, you can circumvent that and get knowledge in lots of ways, just knowing how to independently pursue that. And then the biggest part of what I've learned and what I feel has made me successful 
and will continue to make me successful and will continue to make other people successful. And not just like financially, but like feel successful. That's a big difference. Like be successful, but feeling successful is sharing what you eat. You know, you find other people who need a little something and, uh, and you're helping, you help them out whenever and wherever you can to the extent your sphere of influence allows you to do so. And definitely like when you do this, cause I, I have, my philosophy is not much different and it's just, it's, it's definitely, it's cool to see your perspective on this, just given that our backgrounds and where we come from are so vastly different. Yeah. They are absolutely different. You definitely, you know, it was definitely in where I came from and like the people and the shrewd, the shrewdness of the people that I came from and just kind of definitely affected me and my outlook. So, you know, obviously you eat what you kill. F everyone else pretty much, you know, like, well, that would be, so that's look out for number one. That's one way you could go with that. You eat what you kill, and then F everybody else. My dad gave me a piece of advice, because your dad's advice was really good. I thought that that was like, uh, that's the reason I remembered it when you told me. I remembered it word for word, because it was like... Good advice. Yeah, it was good advice. Uh, My dad, to me, told me, uh, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Okay. And I have broke that rule on every turn. Yeah, I broke that rule. I, I do it all the time, where I just like... You know, I just help somebody out, or I'll just do something cool, and they'll be like, oh, dude, uh, yeah, what do I owe you? I'm like, you're fine, go away. Yeah. You know, like, just well, go that away. that feels good. It does. It does. It, there is a payment there in good feelings. But you you can't share what you eat if you don't have anything to eat. You don't kill anything, you can't share it. Right. Yeah. So that's the idea is, like, uh, uh, you know, being able to take something down, and, and like, it's interesting because I was listening. To, I, I like Jordan Peterson a lot, and I listened to his book called uh, 12 Rules for Life. Highly recommend it. It's amazing. In one of these rules, he shares a story of, of where um, uh, the, self, the selfishness of sharing, right? There's a, there's a selfishness. I'm going to share because I'm going to get something in return. Well, we've talked about this right? too. Yeah. So you talk about a caveman who takes down a mammoth, right? Back in the day, the earliest time when like man learned to share, right? Well, a caveman and maybe two of his buddies take down a mammoth. Thousands of pounds of meat. Can't possibly use it. What do they do? They share with a rival tribe, right? Or not a rival, but another local tribe, right? And what do they expect in return? Well, someday they might be sitting in their castle, in their little tent, cave, whatever, domicile. And then and they might just have a, someone show up on their doorstep and share with them a thousand pounds of mammoth meat, Right. I've had this conversation with others uh, kind of about um, it's an interesting conversation. But, you know, I hang out with some smarty, smart pants and we have these weird philosophical debates or discussions. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about what is the benchmark of civilization? What is the benchmark? Like, what is the measuring stick of of civilization? Okay. Okay. And, you know, that like I remember the Fight Club answer to that was soap. Like the benchmark of civilization. You bring soap, you start to be able to not have these serious infections or illnesses. Mm. You know, oh, okay. and you're going, and it's, 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 you know, everything kind of leaps forward from there vastly, quickly. Life, sure. Lifespans ex- get larger. I mean, antibiotics would be another one, too. Yeah. More modern um, one. Mine was, uh, um, there was a fossil found of a prehistoric woman that had a healed leg bone. Like the bone itself had been broken set and then it had healed Mm. so that means that somebody took the time to feed to set that wound and tend and like that person until they healed enough 
for that to heal completely and yeah. then get up walking, that is like the benchmark civilization for me. That 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 you know, one person had the resources and the will and the you know the even the animal instinct to just stay there and help somebody mm. until they healed. Brother, because before that, I imagine it was just like animals. If an animal breaks its leg, the other animals bugger off, yeah, kill it, know, or eat it. Yeah, yeah, you're the weak one now. Well, um, you got to kill something to eat something, and you can't share that something unless, unless you're you, vegan. Unless you do it, <laughs> that's right. We don't talk about them. We don't. We don't recognize them in the in the courtroom. Uh, so. You know, that's that's the basic idea is that I think that that encompasses a lot of like making life successful, making life better. Learn how to learn how to uh, don't learn how to take a fish, learn how to fish. Right. You feed a fish, you feed a man a fish or you can teach a man to fish. That kind Give of a man a fish, you feed him for a day or you don't teach a man to fish because fishing's really easy. He should be able to figure it out. That's true. That's true. Ron Swanson. Well, I don't want to belabor the point. Uh, let's do a little, uh, let's do a quick little, um, uh, uh, secret word. Una palabra secreta. Ooh la la. Una palabra secreta. Um, let's go through and, um, I just want you to tell me how many Oscar Meyer mobiles. That's a good one. Are in existence in the United States. That's really good. That's really good. How many? There was one. At my office for four days, but how many Oscar Mobi- Oscar Meyer mobiles are uh, are running around the United States right now, or at any given time? There's an answer, and the answer to that, the number, will be the secret word. And if you email that number correctly to drilledpodcast at gmail you will maybe win five hundred dollars <laughs> of free dental work to do with what you please at my office. Whatever, whatever, whatever that. Whatever five hundred dollars will buy you, man. What does five hundred dollars get me? Uh, Get you a lot. What you need. Get you what you (laughs) get you out of a jam. That's for sure. Um, If you can't use it yourself, you can gift it to someone else. So that's rad. And uh, uh, thank you for your patronage. Appreciate that. Um, and uh, I hope uh, I hope these are. Landing. I hope these are something that people look at, look forward to. Uh, you know, Lowell spent the whole drive over here thinking about it. So I know, like all fifteen minutes of it. So he put some time into this, guys. So you know, take hey, a fifteen listen. minutes in Lowell time. Take it to heart. Is not like normal valuable. time. It's valuable stuff. Not normal time. <laughs> well, we've said it all today. Let's save the rest for another day. Uh, thank you for joining us. I wanted to keep this short. I didn't. Still went forty minutes. That's what we had to do. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, oh, go check out. Um, we just released the uh, Nitrous episode with Brad Williams, uh, who joined us. Brad Williams, amazing comedian. Oh, yes. He's, he's Isn't he insane. Great? He's insane. He's so good. He's so good in front of a camera. Um, and he was fun to have in my dental chair on Nitrous Oxide uh, while doing a little interview. And listen... It may or may not have evolved into a Backstreet Boys karaoke night. I don't know. But there's a video somewhere on Instagram and YouTube that you can check out. And uh, you may or may not be able to see that. So go check that out if you want. Uh, We'll see you next week. Uh, Anything else we were forgetting, Lowell? 
Mm-mm. Okay, signing off. See bye you guys bye. later. Bye. Bye.